podcasts from the Cochrane Library, the latest evidence for healthcare decision-making. Hello, I'm Mike Clark, podcast editor for the Cochrane Library. About one in ten live births around the world are preterm, and many of these babies will develop respiratory distress and require help with their breathing. Various strategies are available for this, and an updated Cochrane review from July 2023 provides the latest evidence on the comparison of nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation versus nasal continuous positive airway pressure when a baby's breathing tube is removed. We asked one of the authors, Marc-Olivier de Guise, from the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario in Canada, to tell us about the findings, and he used 11 labs to make this recording. It's well known that providing invasive respiratory support via a tube can be harmful to the developing lung of preterm babies and contribute to the development of chronic lung disease. It is the most common serious morbidity amongst preterm infants, and there is currently no treatment for it. Because of this, providers of neonatal care have worked towards limiting the time that babies spend on mechanical ventilation, and multiple non-invasive respiratory support strategies are available when the breathing tube is removed. These include continuous positive airway pressure ventilation, or CPAP ventilation, which became a popular option. It offers a continuous distending pressure to maintain an open airway without the need of a tube. Another strategy is called bilevel positive airway pressure ventilation, or BiPAP ventilation, or nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation, which abbreviates to NIPPV. This offers additional superimposed inflations to set peak pressure at a regular set rate over a baseline distending pressure as is provided with continuous positive airway pressure ventilation. These modes of ventilation can be used to facilitate the removal of the breathing tube while continuing to provide the baby with a form of breathing support that is less harmful to their developing lungs. Because it's currently unclear whether nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation is better than continuous positive airway pressure ventilation in preterm infants where the endotracheal tube has been removed, we aimed to assess the rate of respiratory failure and the need to resume respiratory support via a breathing tube when infants were transitioned to continuous positive airway pressure ventilation or nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation after removal of the breathing tube. We also looked at a variety of secondary outcomes, including pulmonary air leak, chronic lung disease, and mortality. We found 19 randomized trials, most of which were small. In total, they had recruited more than 2,700 infants, We found moderate certainty evidence that nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation likely reduces the risk of respiratory failure and reintubation within a week. This appeared to be dependent on the delivery system, with a clear benefit when nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation was provided via ventilator rather than the bi-level device. Nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation also likely results in little to no difference in chronic lung disease compared to continuous positive airway pressure ventilation, but may reduce pulmonary air leaks. There was no clear benefit or harm observed in other secondary outcomes, including mortality. It's important to note that most clinical trials enrolled infants with a gestational age of approximately 28 to 32 weeks. As such, the results of this review may not apply to extremely preterm infants, who are most at risk of needing mechanical ventilation or developing chronic lung disease. This is a major limitation of the current evidence, and clinicians taking care of extremely preterm infants should be aware that limited data are available for this group. We also identified potential regional differences, where studies from low-income countries did not identify a benefit for the use of nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation in preventing respiratory failure after removal of the breathing tube. 
Such countries were vastly underrepresented in the included studies, compared to high-income countries, and it is difficult to conclude whether our findings are applicable globally. In summary, nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation likely reduces the risk of respiratory failure and the need for reintubation in very preterm infants, born at 28 weeks gestation or later, whose breathing tube has been removed. This is mostly noted when nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation is provided via a ventilator as opposed to a bi-level device, meaning that neonatal units with limited access to ventilators should take this into account because bi-level devices lead to little or no benefit in the primary outcome of this review. Additional studies are needed to confirm these results to assess the safety of nasal intermittent positive pressure ventilation compared with continuous positive airway pressure ventilation alone in a larger patient population, including extremely preterm infants. It will be important to compare these modes of ventilation when mean airway pressure is matched between the devices used. If you would like to look into these results in more detail and watch for future updates of the review if those additional studies become available, you can find it online. Just go to CochraneLibrary.com and search NIPPV for preterm infants to get a link to it.